lot's happened since yesterday! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of A Lot's Happened Since Yesterday. We get the metal horns from the start. My name is Ralph Busso. My name is Cody Walker. We miss you, people. Glad to be back. It's feeling good. Our guest today is from the industrial metal band Zeistenkroy. They got a new single. They got a new EP. You're going to love this. It it caught my ears immediately when I heard them, and I was like, shit, I got to talk to these guys. And even after us having issues with scheduling and crap going down, it was happening. I was making sure of it. Odie from Zeistenkroy, brother, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. How's it going, man? It's going absolutely excellent. Let's get into Zeistenkroy. Zeistenkroy, what's up, brother? Um, How's it going, man? Well, wh- when did you when did you get the concept for this? I mean, it started. I would say like around 14, 2014. and then uh, I wanted to do something new, and I wanted to have you know music out and start a new project and a new band. And that's how it came about. I started to to look for, you know, not only for people, but for concepts. And then uh, I came across with this idea of having different languages and, and words just to make one specific name for the band. And that's okay. how it came about. Right on. So you live in L.A., right? Yes, correct. And what, 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 what's, what's your origin? Where'd you come from? What's your, because I can pick up a little bit of an accent. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, I, I'm originally for, from Caracas, Venezuela. Venezuela, okay, very okay. cool. Right on. Um, how, did, then, how did you settle on Zeistenkroy? Oh, because, I mean, it, it, was a, it was like a nice-sounding, strong-sounding name. And I was sure that even when you have a Z and a next, on, on a word you're never gonna have something like that that's true. i mean anywhere else yeah it almost has like a militant sound like it's a very commanding word kind of yeah i mean yeah because i the minute i heard it i was like what does that mean i, I it immediately <laughs> catches your imagination you know yeah i thought initially i thought it had like a german type feel to it but i could be wrong about that but I know that uh, you mentioned to me that it's a made-up word that you made up yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So that's that's pretty cool. That's creative. When you make up your own word, and that's the name of your band. I like it. I mean, it doesn't get that too much better than that. That's very cool. I I I, I just got to mention, these guys are cool, man. Post-industrial metal, whatever you want to call them. Um they remind me a lot of Ministry, Depeche Mode, Rob Zombie, Stabbing Westward, Marilyn Manson, to name a few. They got an old school flavor and a new school flavor. Here's a little taste.
like the lyrics, man. I like the lyrics a Thank lot. You. I like. I like that. the lyrics a lot. It also remind you know I mentioned uh, Depeche Mode, Rob Zombie, Ministry, Stabbing Westward, uh, Marilyn Manson, but I also feel a little bit of typo negative in there. But like I said, you guys have your own unique sound. So very cool, man. Uh, wh who's your biggest influence? I mean, it, there's too many because I mean, like you said. All of those guys, those are all our influences. I mean, and, and, and especially mine. I mean, we listen to all of them. We listen to Tool. We listen to like classic heavy metal, you know, Megadeth, Iron Maiden, Ozzy, you know, Pantera. Uh, and I also, I listen to a lot of God music. I listen to, I don't know, probably System of Mercy, uh, a little bit of uh, Bauhaus and, and, you know, and, Sisters and of like Mercy, that. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I said ministry, but Sisters of Mercy, I can hear that as well. Yeah. Wow, man. Well, that's cool, man. I, I see, I'm old school, so I like all that shit, like a lot. So yeah. I, I dug it when I, I, I saw the videos and I heard the music. I was like, okay, yeah, these guys are cool, man. They're right up my alley. Um, when did you first start working on making a band and putting bands together? Were you well, really when, young or were yeah. you older? No, actually, it was really young. I started, I would say, like around 14, 15 years old, started on bands and started doing my own thing and, you know, singing and playing guitar. But, I mean, I've been in music forever. I've been in music since I, since I was six. So, yeah, but bands, bands, actually, since I was, I would say, 15 years old. Wow. So yeah. you, you seem like the kind of guy to me that is like a leader, like that sets things up and makes things go, you know. And uh, so I'm wondering, what is your, what has been your path uh, so far as far as that goes? Are you, are you the kind of guy that puts bands together or just does music projects and uses different people from different areas and just makes it work somehow. No, actually what I like to be is part of a band. I mean, I, I understand that some people, they like to have like projects and stuff, but I, I, I would rather be, you know, I could be the, the guy in the front, but, but at the same time, I rather have the, the camaraderie and, you know, the friendship that you get in the band, because that's when I think that you make not only the best music, but the best, you know, the best, I would say performance overall, because I mean, you you get the connections, you get the chemistry and that and that's something that you cannot do if you're going to do projects. If you do projects, you're you're just getting musicians, just putting pieces here and there. Wow. But when you get a band, it's actually, you know, it's a family. And that's where where I feel comfortable. Nice. Cool. When you um started putting who who was the start of Zeiss and Corey? Did you start this band? Yeah. Okay. I did. When, when you started it, did it come with the concept that you guys are pushing right now? Or was it just, let's, let's go with it and see what becomes of it. Or did you have some parameters uh, you wanted to fit into? No, I mean, half and half, because I, I've always had a, a, a determined style. So it, it, it I, I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but at the same time, I wanted to let it go and just to see where it take me or, 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 or what we could do together once we, we had the band together. Right. So it, it was half and half. But I mean, the concept came from the beginning. I mean, the, the name, you know, the at least the images that we wanted to have, you know, the artistic representation that we wanted to project. Yeah, that, that came 
since the beginning. Yeah. So it, it was your concept, though, right? You started yeah. it. Okay. Okay. So how does how does that work chemistry wise with the members? Do you do you guys all see uh, on the same path? You know, are you all eye to eye? Are you like, you know, agree? Yeah, like with, I said. Yeah, no. It, like sound? I said, it, yeah, it is a family. And then when we started working together, I started working with Santiago first. With Santi and I, he's a He's a great artist and he's a great guy. So we actually, ever since we started working together, we, we, we clicked and everything worked. So it was awesome from the beginning. And he always brings something to the table that, that I can even fathom or imagine that he would bring. And he's really awesome and it works perfectly. Then the same with, with, with Ako, he's the same. He, he, I've been with him for, I don't know, say more than 10 years i mean working with him and playing in bands with him and you know involved in projects so it's uh it's something like i said is is it's all about the family so whenever whenever we get together every single one of us brings something new to the table and that's how it happens i can bring probably the the the, the skeleton of a song or, or the main idea of a song but then when we get together we put you know all the foundations and everything that comes with it just to make it real to make it happen right um i've noticed like in some of the songs they you guys have that you know that post production you know those synth layers and that that sort of stuff <clears throat> do you guys write do you guys write that first like do you guys have an idea of how you want that production to sound and then you fit your riffs into that or do you make the post-production fit into what the song you wrote? Depending on the song. Because, I mean, with Ice Queen, it was more like a guitar-driven thing. Right. Right? I mean, it was more like a like a pop rock song. And then it started with the guitar and then a little bit of vocals. And then we built from there. And then we put everything else after. Right. But, I mean, with several songs, even when, with Control, it was uh, the, the first thing was the synths and, uh, and the rhythm. So we had that first. And then... But, but, but like I said, it, it, it all depends on the song, but I always try to have a room or, or like a space in the song where I'm, I know that I'm going to bring some synths and I'm going to bring some sequences or arpeggios or something that is going to, you know, probably give the, not the personality, but, but, you know, like a different vibe or a different, you know, perspective to right, the song right so so it's always it's always it's always there i have a, i have it always in mind that i'm gonna do that i mean it might be the case that i'm not gonna do in in you know determined song for whatever reason that i'm not gonna do as much but there's always gonna be something there so you can you know fit the style right what is it what, we do. what is it that drives you as far as lyrics because i like your lyrics that's oh thank you, you. Know, i'm a lyric guy dude you know so uh what what is it that drives you as far as lyrics is it like experiences in life that you've had or is it something else maybe you're trying to make a statement or something like that what what is it exactly bro it depends i mean uh most of the lyrics they come from either experiences not necessarily mine but you know friends or people that i know or stuff that i read and then i try to translate what i kind of see that the feelings or the the, the, the the person or the medium is giving you and then translate it to a new 
probably I'm not gonna say a song, but a, but, but like a new medium just to just to express what I saw or what I thought that it was a, a feeling that that I felt identified or that I wanted to talk about. Sometimes it could be political. Sometimes it could be you know social. Sometimes it could be only I don't know an idea, and then mm -hmm. from that idea I just developed probably a. It's not it's not only a tale, but you know, story like storyline where I can you know express that storyline, and then uh, most of the time when I, when I'm writing, uh, I come across with stuff that I didn't even think that I was gonna write. I mean, right. it just flows and it, it just goes. But yeah. it's always I mean, depending on on what's going on, if 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 there's like a circumstance that I'm involved with with a, with a person or or with somebody or or with a news, let's say, so to speak, or, or, you know, or something that you see on the street or something that you see from, you know, a, a, a place or a state or, or a country that you visit, that you see that something that's going on, then you want to talk about it. At least that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. And then I put it on the lyrics. Right on. Right Do you on. prefer to write lyrics first or the music first? Uh, usually music first, but I mean, it, it, it had happened that sometimes the lyrics come first. Right, right. Very cool, but very cool. So, what you guys are on pavement entertainment, right? That and you guys are releasing this new effort through them, right? Yes, correct. Okay, okay. so, um, how did you get connected with them? I'm just curious. I mean, we're looking for a label here in, in, in the United States because I mean, we were in a, in a European label before, and you know, COVID happened and everything happened, and you know. Nobody knew what was going to happen, if we were going to be able to travel or to go anywhere or even leave the country for whatever reason. So the, the, the meeting was like we needed something just to be local, just to be in the United States so we can, you know, operate and, and do everything that we wanted to do, either touring or putting out music. But it was, you know, right here at home. So we came across with pavement and everything worked out perfect because we were in the middle of having the EP, because we were kind of writing at that time, and we were in, a, in the middle of a process. And then at the same time, we were looking for somebody that can, you know, for a label that can right. help us just to put it out. And then it worked out and it was perfect. Yeah. So let me ask you real quick, what do you think about that whole thing? Because there's a lot of uh, artists and bands out there that think you have to go DIY, you know, do it yourself. Um, versus getting on a label a lot of bands that i talk to i don't know exactly where they're coming from you know what their viewpoint on it is but a lot of them are against being on the label what are your thoughts on that i mean we've done everything we've done the diy and we've done labels and for us at least from my point of view it always works best with a label because I mean, even though you can have connections or you can have you know resources, and you can think that you have that reach, unfortunately, you have to be a musician in order to put the stuff that you put. You know, you have to kind of like understand that your role in this I don't know, I'll put it however you want to put it, machine or industry or whatever. Mm -hmm. Your role is just to make music and perform music. Mm -hmm. You want to be a business person. That's fine, but you're not going to be as good as a person is dedicated to be a businessman 
or a business person. That's a very good. Yeah, point. you're absolutely That's right. Because you're you're not gonna be always able to you know to be so whole in your persona that you can do everything. You can you can try, but at the same you're not gonna be the best at it. So yeah. in one in one spot or another you're gonna start failing. You're not gonna be, you know, as good as you can be. Yeah, so that, you, that's what's your thoughts about social media and 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 the role that it plays in musicians and bands. It's a tool. It's like everything. It's a tool. It's just that sometimes, depending on the musician, depending on the person, you you use the tool right or you use it wrong. But at, at the end, what you need to do is you need to use all all the tools that you have the best that you can. And on the best of your abilities. I mean, we try to do as much social media as, as we can. It might work, it might not work, but I mean, at the same time, you all you're doing, or at least from again, from my perspective, is you're you're trying to communicate your art, your music. So it doesn't matter what tool you use, it doesn't matter if you do it all school and you go back to you know the venues and you go back to you know the street teams and, and all that, as long mm. as you're able to communicate. You can use social media too. And then if it works for you, that's great. But again, it's just one of the tools that we have. It's not going to be, you know, the be all end all. And that's right. something that, that people don't, don't understand because people only focus on social media. You have to be always social media. You have to be always doing this and that. And then it's not only, the, it's not, it's not just the case. You gotta, you gotta understand what works best for you because every, every single band, every single musician is, is individual. And not everything is going to work for everyone. So you got to know and you got to understand what's your forte and just try to explode it. Yeah. Dude, you're so right because what works for one band won't work for another. Like people think exactly. it's, there's there's a set of rules. And to some extent in the business, there always are certain rules that you need to kind of keep in. But at the end of the day, unless you find a team that's willing to push – you know, you can only do so much yourself. DIY isn't even DIY. They think, oh, you do it yourself. Really? You still got to book the venues. You still got to find the people who, you know, if somebody's always there to help you, you know, so build your team. That's, um, that's the way to do it. I mean, yeah. and then you always have to have help because if you don't have help, it's never going to work. Right. Even if you think it's going to, because you have uh, several members that, you know, that you can distribute for some tasks, right? You're going to book the shows. You're going to take care of a business and you're going to take it. And it works to a certain degree. But in the end, the main thing that you need to do is music. Yeah. And people forget about that. And they see it because they all want to be a label. And they always, always want to say, oh, yeah, because we need to see the, the business side of, of, the, uh, of the things, which is, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, because what I'm going to say is going to be strong. I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit because for us, you're a musician. You're not a businessman. You're not a person that is just selling trade or whatever. You're not doing trading in a port. You're doing something more deep, more, you know, intense. So you got to focus on your craft. Yeah. If no. you forget your craft, then you have what we have just now. What we have now is just a bunch of people that they all think that they can, you know, do everything and forget about what's important, which is the music. And they all believe they're businessmen and they're, you know, succeeding in, in something. And then you don't have real content on the music. So you don't have real songs where you can actually feel, you know, connected and then you feel a bond. 
That's why you don't have the same kind of hits that you used to have in the 80s and 70s and the 60s in the 90s because people are not writing music. People are just trying to be business persons. And that's where I believe that they're wrong. Because I mean, in my case, you can you can be a little bit of business savvy. You gotta you gotta cover your back. Yeah. But at the same time, you cannot forget that you're an artist, and you gotta write. The main focus, ninety percent of your time, ninety percent of your craft, it's writing and performing. Yeah. And if I you're think, not able to do it, it doesn't work. Yep. I think I think Word a lot of people to will, the mother. <laughs> I, th I think a lot of artists look at like, I mean, you have them all in in whatever genre you're into but you know you look at somebody like Nikki six or if you're into rap you look at somebody like jay-z and he owns his label and he's just they're these monumental beings in the business that's respectable but like odie said they did nothing but create in the first part of their career they were known as the workhorses they were known as in there doing the studio work and writing the songs and bringing the show and bringing the performances night after fucking night and then they tacked on the businessman aspects and the record label stuff, you know, as they built. But without the creation, what are you doing? Exactly. At, that, you're, at that point, you're a promoter, you know? Exactly. You're a business person. That's what right. I'm saying. And, right. that's a, and if you see Nick Six and you see even Gene Siemens and all these big guys, the main chunk, chunk of their lives, they were making music. They were creating great songs. They were connecting with people. They were doing great shows. And they were doing all kinds of stuff that were related just to music. It wasn't, you know, they didn't have you know, like a clothing line or anything like that before. They right. had just the band. They had just their instrument and the paper. And they were just writing, writing and writing and writing. You're absolutely right, but the, uh, you mentioned Gene Simmons, and so now I got to bring this up. I don't want to go down too far of a rabbit hole on this, but uh, at the same time, Gene Simmons is 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 big time into the business aspect of it. He gets, Definitely. you know, and he's many times been outspoken about how he doesn't see how the future of new bands is going to work out because of people not buying music as much as they used to they stream it more now and the streaming platforms don't pay that much they pay very little to musicians so what are your thoughts on that real quick i mean of course and it, uh, that's actually the truth but i mean if you see it you're never gonna win the battle i mean it's it's just there's too many interests there's too is it's a there's already an infrastructure designed just to make money out of the musicians so that's a that's a battle you can have the battle i actually encourage people just to have that battle but in the end you're forgetting like i said the most important thing that what you do you're not a social activist unless you want to be and you're not a a, a lawyer or a warrior or, or or industry people you're a musician mm -hmm. so you should you should focus on music I mean, yeah. you can do all this, but but if you see, like like we're talking about, Nick Six and Gene Stevens and all these guys, they became businessmen after. Right, right, right. It wasn't before. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't in the beginning of their careers. It wasn't when they were writing the hits. When they were writing the hits, they were writing the hits. They weren't doing business. Right. They were. They were just focusing on that. And then after that, they became successful. Of course, you have to take care of your business because that's uh, that's the right thing to do. But then you sacrifice. And I mean, in some ways, the music aspect, 
So you got to now navigate through both. Right. You got to be a businessman and you got you to gotta take care of your business. You got to make sure that everything's working how it should and you're not losing money. And then on the other side, you got to maintain, you know, the big brand afloat, which is the music. So you still have to go night after night and perform, do extensive and big tours and, you know, all that. But that comes after. The problem is that people are just trying to jump and, and just try to bypass all the process. And that's exactly my point. Yeah. And with the streaming services, I mean, that's just like I said before, it's a tool. And it's something that, that nobody can control so far. It's just in, in, in the hands of the, of the business side or the music industry at this point. So, yeah, we can be vocal about it. We can, you know, express our, our thoughts, with, which I think that's what we all should do. But at the same time is I don't think or I don't have any any hopes of, you know, you, making it better, making it any better. Because, it's, it, like I said, it's kind of like a lost battle in, in, in terms of everything that's already set. All you need to do is just be creative and find alternative ways just to be around that system, you know? Yeah. That's very, uh, that's a very good insight, my yeah. brother. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here on A Lot's Happened Since Yesterday. Odie from the band Zeistenkroy, he, 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 he gave some real good insights. Hell yeah, I dude. feel that more people need to know about that kind of stuff. Listen, one hand washes the other, it's tit for tat. You know what I'm saying? If we give you passion, give us the ability to continue giving you that passion. And that's all that musicians ask for. We understand the world is hard. Yeah. We understand that people are having a struggle, that we all have that struggle. But the music industry, the music that these bands, like my man right here is in, they bring us a certain amount of release, you know? And I just want to support them. I just went to a concert recently and, you know, I support the bands that I love. And that's all that I would ever ask from anybody. Um, as much as you can, I understand times are hard. But anyways, let's talk about the future of your band, brother. What are you guys planning? Are you guys gonna do some touring? Are you guys, what do you, are you guys, what do you guys got set up? That's actually the next step is uh, going on tour. We're trying to, we're still on a, on a negotiation part uh, of, uh, of putting a tour in November. Hopefully we're going to nice. open for some big bands and, and it's going to work really well for us. And then uh, we're still working on more tours because that's what we want to do. We want to go on the road as much as we can. What you. Is, I, I like you guys' image. The look is, is fantastic. I'm into the dark stuff and you guys do it very well. So props to you, bro. Um, if there is one band that you want to go on tour with, who would it be? There's too many. There's too <laughs> many. <laughs> There's tough too question, many. I mean, man. to be honest, I mean, yeah, it's a tough question. I mean, on the top of my head, I would say Nine Inch Nails. But I would love to go. That would be fucking sick. I would love to go with Ministry. Ministry is like, yeah, like the 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 mother of all. Yeah. So I would they love to go mother. with Ministry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys will be on the road soon, I'm sure. From Pavement Entertainment, ladies and gentlemen, check these guys out when you get a minute. What is it? Is it 
Zeisencroix.com? Exactly. Zeisencroix.com. Zeisencroix. Okay. I'm sorry for saying that wrong. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> it's a good name and it's a great band. And you got to check them out. Check out some of their videos on YouTube. Look them up. We'll have links below. Thanks to Cody. What's up, brother? <laughs> anyways, uh, <laughs> we got to get going. But you've been watching. A lot's happened since yesterday. And uh, we're always bringing you bands that we think deserve to be heard and seen. So don't forget to check out the episodes that we have on our channel because we have a lot of good bands. Absolutely. These guys are among some of the best of them. I love their style. Like I said, it reminds me Nine Inch Nails. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's total package, dude. Absolute sure. total package. Yeah. It was great talking to you, brother. Yeah. We'll have you on Same anytime man. you want to. The next time you guys release anything, let us know. For sure, man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me, man. Thank All you, right. brother. Ladies and gentlemen. Nice to meet you, both of us. Nice to meet you, brother. The mm -hmm. band is Zeistenkroy. The EP is Crucifixation. Did I say that right? No, Crucifixion. 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 Yeah. Go support them. Support art. Support artists. My name is Cody Walker. My name is Ralph Busso, and a lot's happened since yesterday. You guys take care of yourself, be good to each other, be good humans, and remember, always, peace! Fucking poor.